Hello and welcome to AMSSM Sports Medcast. Today's episode is part of an ongoing mini journal club series highlighting each of the top articles in sports and exercise medicine in 2021, as selected from this spring's annual meeting. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Schroeder, and I am joined today by Dr. Jill Sylvester, Assistant Professor in the Department of Orthopedics at UNC Chapel Hill. She serves as a member of the Top Article Subcommittee, the newest addition to the Education Committee. It's a pleasure to have you with us, Jill. Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. We are going to highlight the number nine article from 2021, which is entitled Early Operative versus Delayed Operative versus non-operative treatment of pediatric and adolescent ACL injuries. This is another systematic review and meta-analysis uh, authored by Evan James et al. And it was published in the AJSM December 2021 issue. First off, Jill, how were the studies included or excluded here? And how many patients were evaluated in total with these ACL injuries? Sure. So this study really wanted to find the optimal treatment strategy for ACL injury in pediatric and adolescent patients. And so they ended up doing, they did a massive screen of approximately 3,900 potential studies. And they looked at approximately 2,500 after they got rid of the duplicates. And the studies that involved pediatrics, they were English language that were comparative, so randomized control trials, and that involved pediatric and adolescent patients were, were ultimately included in the, the study itself. They ultimately chose 21 studies for inclusion. Excellent. So looking at our main groups, can you describe who was studied and who was not? Sure. So of these 21 studies, they did a few subgroup analyses uh, the first one was to look at non-operative management. And so what they did is they had eight studies that examined non-operative management of ACL tears, and they looked at subsequent meniscal tears. And what they found is that those who were treated non-operatively had approximately a 30% risk of undergoing a subsequent meniscal tear in the one to three year follow-up for each study. And so of those uh, more than half, 57% of those meniscal tears were irreparable. And so you had to go in and do meniscectomy instead of meniscal repair. And of those eight studies they looked at of, of non-operative management, half of them looked at persistent instability. And so of these four studies, when they pulled the, the data, they found about 45% of those who were managed non-operatively had persistent instability after the time of their injury. The other arm in this study looked at delayed ACL reconstruction versus acute ACL reconstruction, which they defined as greater than or less than three months. And so what they found was that delaying ACL reconstruction significantly increased the risk of meniscal tears and specifically irreparable meniscal tears um, in the patients that they studied. They ultimately had nine studies involved in this arm of the study. Looking at this, the limitations were that they were most, mostly retrospective case series. They were level four studies. They had a smaller study populations, but the overall odds ratios were such that they, they did significantly favor ACL reconstruction in that less than three-month phase. Excellent. Now, this is a very important study as it had nearly 1,200 patients across all arms and then looking at a very important population between the pediatric and adolescent individuals. And when we're trying to decide 
where do we go non-operative versus a trial of PT versus going straight to referral to orthopedics for potential uh, reconstruction. What are the big takeaways that you see here? So I'm right there with you. I, mean, I think that this is a very important population. And so the, the conventional advice that we give patients is that 20 years down the line from your ACL tear, there's an 80% chance of, of developing arthritis. And so what we should be doing is we should be doing everything we can to minimize the risk of structural damage further affecting that joint. And so when I'm looking at this data and I'm seeing, well, you know, the increased risk of meniscal tear and irreparable meniscal tear, if I don't send them for an acute ACL reconstruction or looking at that non-operative management risk, I'm much more inclined to send them for acute ACL reconstruction based on the, the meta-analyses presented in this paper to try to preserve that meniscus as best as possible. So Jill, I think that's a fantastic study looking to, and, and, and based on that, definitely helps me to consider my patients coming in that are in this age range with an acute ACL tear I'm going to prompt a referral directly to orthopedics for consideration of reconstruction rather than doing a trial of PT and risking a subsequent meniscal tear or increased instability. Are you on that same track? Yeah, I think that's that's a reasonable plan and that's I'm I'm right in the same mindset with you based on what I'm seeing on these studies. I would like to thank Dr. Jill Sylvester from the AMSSM Top Articles Subcommittee. Links to this article can be found in our podcast show notes. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. I hope you have found this time valuable. And if so, please like, subscribe, and leave a quality five-star review on your preferred listening platform. I hope you'll join us again soon for the next edition of the AMSSM Sports Medcast. The views expressed are theirs alone and do not represent the official policy or position of the AMSSM, UNC Chapel Hill, the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, or the U.S. government.